Whenever people start a coaching business, they have two main insecurities. The first is this, how in the world am I going to make money as a coach? What, what am I going to sell? Am I going to be able to sell it? Is anybody going to buy my coaching? You know, it's a big deal because you're, you're, you're giving up a lot of security there uh, to move into coaching. The second is, how am I going to pivot my career? I've been doing what I've been doing for 20 or sometimes 30 years and I know how to do it really, really well, but how do I turn around and pivot my career and become known as a coach? Those are two big insecurities. The sad thing is they're not actually that big a deal. Just in a couple hours, you can have all the confidence that you need that you're going to be able to make money as a coach and that you're basically just going to be able to take your expertise and your knowledge and be able to coach. Imagine turning your knowledge and passion into a thriving coaching business that only makes a difference but provides great living for you and your family. You can impact people, you can change lives, and you can make a living doing it. Not just a, a little living, you, make a, you can make more money than you made in your previous career. With that, welcome to Coach Builder, a Business Made Simple limited series where I'll be unpacking the eight steps you need to take to leverage that expertise that you have into a profitable coaching career. It's all based on my new book, Coach Builder, which releases March 12th. All right, let's dive in. Bobby Richards, trusted podcast producer. Is there a chance we could record this episode and you edit it without actually listening to it? Huh. <laughs> I'm now, worried. Now I only want to listen to this episode. <laughs> because this is an episode about how to pivot your career into a coaching business, and you're sort of the perfect guy who could do this. Me? Which means we would lose you. Hold, hold on. Okay, well, now- Now you're curious. Now I only, yeah, like I said, now I only want to listen to this episode. But right. I, with the caveat of if I- if I do use these powers, I would use them for good for yeah, you. You would use them for good. The problem is I'd have to find a new podcast producer. You could easily start a coaching business teaching people to create their own podcast. Like you could be a podcast coach and you because you understand the equipment, you understand like how to record it, you understand like what needs to go into the content, you know, you understand all that stuff. I would think the frustrating part for you would be that if some if you became a podcast coach everything else <laughs> <laughs> well it's getting the clients exactly but, yeah. but here's that you you can do that but i do think you are the sort of person that today's episode is actually aimed toward and it's all about pivoting your career to create a coaching business to coach other people to do what you have figured out now my interest is so peaked <laughs> i'm going to listen to this episode so many more times over and over again but what it's going to actually teach you to do and make you think about doing yourself is figure out what you're really good at especially if you're in your 30s 40s 50s and you have leveraged some expertise and then be able to say wait could i actually sell this on the open market and if so how would i sell my knowledge on the open market through a coaching business i'm going to tell stories on this this episode of people I have known who were in a career, who did well, and transitioned into coaching and absolutely crushed it and hit a grand slam. I think there's thousands and thousands of people listening who will have that experience in their future. Or listen, I think there's a lot of people who are like, they, they've lost their job or they downsized and they're in their 50s. And you know, like it or not, there's kind of an age discrimination thing that happens I don't think it's all about like you're old, so we're not going to hire you, but I think it's like you're going to be expensive. And uh, I think uh, one option for you is to actually start a coaching career because if you start a coaching career, 
that's how people look at you anyway, right? They, they look at you as somebody who, hey, can you help me through this? Am I an ageist now? No, I think what you're thinking of is it, it equates to uh, expertise. So you're paying you're paying right. for for them to do the job. You're also paying for all of the expertise and all of that experience that comes with them. You know, our audience is probably thirty to fifty five, right uh-huh. in there. And I'm wondering, like, right on the on the north side of forty, it's time to start thinking about whether you've got because you can make twice as much money, you know, and you can work. I don't know, seventy five percent of the hours that you're currently putting in and make twice as much money. It's a good deal. Tell me more. Let me me give you some examples, Bobby, of people who have actually taken um, their expertise and turned it into a coaching business. You know, Chad Cannon, he's our Senior Vice President of Marketing and Sales. I do. I had lunch with him today. (laughs) Delightful human. He is a wonderful human. Chad spent, I met Chad years ago, I think in like Million Miles in a Thousand Years days when I wrote a book. He was at Thomas Nelson Publishers. Cutting his teeth as a 30-year-old, as a 27-year-old. And then he goes over to Michael Hyatt, and he works with Michael Hyatt for years. You know, always just has a great reputation in the city of Nashville. Very good at sales, very good at marketing, very good at HubSpot integration. You know, he developed that skill set. He leaves Michael Hyatt, sends out one email, one, to anybody he knew that said, hey, here's what I've done. I was at Thomas Nelson. I was at Michael Hyatt. I specialized in this. I, I'm going to move into coaching a little bit. If you'd like to buy some of my time, you know, please let me know. One email. And he, he couldn't deal with the amount of business that he got. So what was it about that email? Be- it was because, it, like me, when I read that email, mm-hmm. there was a place I wanted to go. I knew we had exceptional opportunity. I knew we had a large email list. I knew that we had name recognition in a certain demographic. Sure. What I knew is we had potential. But I didn't know how to optimize that potential, and he had done it with, with other thought leaders. He had done it. And so I called him. We met. We entered into retainer coaching pretty quickly. And then I had to literally buy out pretty much all of his other clients in order to get him to leave coaching and come to us. But that's an example of somebody pivoting into a coaching career. Daniel Tardy is another friend. Daniel was with Dave Ramsey, a good friend, amazing guy, had a great career at Ramsey, absolutely loves and adores Dave Ramsey as I do, and just decided I, I want to spend a little more time with my family, I want to do some things, so went to Dave, gave him a really long runway, and just said, what do you think? And Dave basically said, you're like a son to me, I love you, you know, I'm, I'm your biggest fan. Does the same thing, sends out an email, sends out an email that just, I think his, his was more like, Hey, I'm going to spend a lot more time with family, but I do have a little bit of time. If you have a company that is between like, you know, 10 million and 80 million, I'm going to put together a group of executives who own or run those kinds of companies. We're going to cap it at 10. We will meet once a month. You need to be local because we're going to meet in person. We're literally going to throw our profit and loss statements on the table. No formal framework, no like process that he's going to take us through. It, what, we, what he was selling was his expertise, which was considerable, and the expertise of everybody in the room who figured out things that you haven't and you figured out things that they haven't. And also, you don't have to be alone. Because I don't hang out with anybody who owns a company like I do on any sort of regular basis. I mean, I've got those friends, but they're like in San Diego. Sure, sure. And yeah. You know, and so that was appealing to me. He wanted $25,000 to do it. And I read that email, and 60 seconds later, I knew I was going to do this. 25,000 times 10 is quarter million dollars. And he's spending most of his time with his family. He had the expertise 
and some people to email and knew how to position his offer in such a way that people would actually go for it. You could immediately see the value. And in a way, you could see sort of the promise of what that outcome was going to be. So you immediately saw yourself in that space of success and you were like, this is a no brainer. Well, the lie that Daniel defeats, you know, because some of you are saying, well, I don't have an email database of thousands of people. Daniel doesn't either, right? He just knows 25 people that he can email who are in this specific situation right? and gets them to sign up. And that worked. Pete Hickson. What did Pete do? Pete was a pastor at a church in Ohio. And dear friend, he's one of my fishing buddies. Uh, Pete was basically a pastor at a church in Ohio. Something was going on in the church where they had like a, a school and he felt like he was spending more time kind of doing school administration and he really wanted to focus more on like shepherding people, sure. kind of counseling thing. Kind of a change in mission. Change in mission. Yeah. And he calls me and he's like, I've never done leadership coaching. I, I'm a leader, so I know how to do it, but I don't know how to coach. I haven't done that. So he's a little insecure about that. No database, no email addresses, is really good at getting up in front of an audience and, and delivering a sermon. Talk about a guy who's kind of insecure about whether or not this will work. I said, Pete, you know, it, it's not that hard and does the same thing. Email, it will learns the story brand framework and wants to help people clarify their message, figures that piece out. Mm-hmm. But because he's, you know, he's 45 or so, and because he understands how to, to work with a group of executives, kind of naturally was a good fit when he walked in the room. All he needed was the room, and he figured that out. Well, he was going to take a year off and coach in order to not burn off the money that he had saved. Like if he could just supplement some of that before he goes into his next sure, sure. pastor business, and he never went back. This was wow. like four years ago. He's still coaching. He calls me, I think he's called me about once a year and said, Don, I've made more money this year than I've ever, I ever made as a pastor. I still get to shepherd people. Like when I'm finished coaching, we still, I'll still pray for him and get to know their family stuff. And he's just loving his life right now. But what would be the lie there to overcome? Well, I think the lie, the lie there, this is what just sparked me. We were talking about ageism up front and kind of how people may be thinking about, well, employers might not approach someone who's older, say, you know, like you were saying, 40s, 50s or whatever, because it's like, oh, well, they're stuck in their ways or they'll ask too much or they're whatever. Yeah. What just popped into my head was, I think some of the problem to overcome is psychological with yourself, with your, with the person that's, going, that's going hey, I'm 45. Am I going to have to hit the ground running again? Yeah. I've been doing this for so long. It's hard to think through everything that's involved with starting your own business, yeah. which is what this is too. You know, yeah. it's, you're starting from scratch. You don't have a playbook. You don't have a playbook at all. And so you're going, it sounds like what Pete was doing, and I don't want to speak for Pete, but just like in the story going like, I, I've never coached before. Yeah, And that in its own way is kind of going, well- I-, I know how to prepare a sermon, show up on Sunday, deliver the sermon. I know how to run a board meeting. I know how to encourage parishioners, but that is not a coaching business. And it's overwhelming to even think about all the other things that you need to do when, when you are the person that's driving all of the ships to shore. I think a lot of people don't realize like in the leadership position that they're in, they're actually- metaphorically an athlete. Mm-hmm. And all this is is switching sports. But like your heart rate is there, your physical ability is there, the discipline is there. It's just a matter of learning to swing a, a bat instead of shooting a basketball or something. And you're, you're going to be a lot better at it than you think right out of the gate. And then you're going to refine your skills really, really quickly because you have the core foundation of what it is to lead people. And Pete, Pete's done great. Last one, Nicole Burke. 
I was going to say, Nicole. She d- she has a it's company. Such a cool story. Yeah, she has a company called Gardenary. She was a mom, stay-at-home mom. She loved gardening, and she would garden with her kids. She started a kitchen garden and was just a natural, just like absolute natural at it. Grew like truckloads of tomatoes. And then people started, okay, how'd you do this? She starts giving advice on tomatoes, advice on gardening. And then she then she gets a bill for her kids. I think it was for their, her college. That's a bill. We need more money. That's yeah. a bill. So she starts charging for the gardening advice. She's like, I wonder if I could just charge 25 bucks an hour. I tell the story in the book, Coach Builder. Mm-hmm. She um, starts charging $25 an hour, then like realizes this is not going to pay for college. <laughs> so she upped it to $100 an hour, and the, the hours didn't decrease. So she quadrupled it. Then she's delivering to a client who's about to pay her 100 bucks an hour. She delivers some tomatoes and some, no, lettuce. She delivered lettuce to this woman's house for the session, 100 bucks an hour. And this woman had three other friends who, had just, who were leaving. They had been visiting and now they were leaving. Those were her next three clients. She, then she started adding like garden trellises. She herself will go to Home Depot and get wood and come over and build your garden beds. And she started charging a lot more and then she would charge for the garden beds. She charged for the, she makes, I think she had her own trellises made, started making her own trellises. That got to where it's like, she doesn't have any time. And then she's like, well, maybe I can certify other people to do this in their neighborhood. And she started a certification program. Bobby, she makes over a million dollars a year. Woo, way to go, Nicole. She has no formal training on gardening. She's got the school of hard knocks. She did it. She did She's it. in the dirt. No. Well, she can grow more tomatoes than your stupid formal training. Right. <laughs> like, at the end of the day. At the right. end of the day. Yeah. Like, what are we in this for? Exactly. She's also like really ambitious. Like, she wants her own television show. She wants to build her own personal platform. She's great at collecting email addresses. But seven figures as a person as a kitchen garden consultant. She's killing it. Yeah. So the the opportunities are there. The the series that we're going to go through, we'll go through each of the steps in the Coach Builder playbook. So like if you're sitting here going, you're listening to this podcast, you're saying, okay, you got, Don, you got me interested. Right. Then each of the next eight episodes, we're going to go through the eight steps on how to actually do it, like what you need to do. But I'm telling you, it's possible for almost anybody. My father-in-law, Ed Miltenberger, spent his entire life in- uh, insurance and what you know he he's probably brokered the deal on eight or ten small ins- boutique insurance companies selling to a bigger company and I told him let's get a website like you're retired you like people you're an extrovert why don't you just make a hundred grand a year telling people how to do this you know what do you say let's go let's do it you know he wouldn't be able to do that on his own because he doesn't like you know what I mean? Like, Your mind doesn't go to me, that point. It doesn't, it doesn't go there. Go that place. It's hard for me because I'm like my mind goes there fast. Like it just that that stuff. You're easy. wired for that. That's why you're sitting on this mic yeah. right now, telling telling all of us. Yeah, I'm it. a coach to teach people how to be coaches. Yeah. Again. <laughs> so you know these are the eight steps that he would need to take in order to do it. And I'm going to walk you through the eight steps. But grab the book, Coach Builder. You can pre-order it on Amazon right now. Bobby, there's some bonuses, right? What else? There's like a stack of bonuses the team put together. We've got bonuses. So before the the book is released. If you go to coachbuilderbook.com slash podcast, you can get a uh, you can get an audio summary of the book. 90 minute audio summary of the book. They can listen to that right now. Immediately. They get yeah, that'll, that'll yeah. come right to them. Then they get 27 coaching websites. So this is a PDF we put together. We asked we asked a lot of coaches who were their coaching websites were doing extremely well. We asked them if we could put literally a print of their website. Just put the whole website. Put the right whole freaking yeah. website. 
Lots of really cool stuff you get when you buy Coach Builder. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com, buy the book Coach Builder in audiobook, in Kindle, in hardback, doesn't matter, and put that receipt number in coachbuilderbook.com slash podcast, and you get all those freebies. I got a buddy. Jake lives in uh, Covington, Louisiana. You'll love this, Bobby. Final story. Jake is a swamp rat. I mean, he he loves to go into the swamps of Louisiana and messes around with alligators, picks up incredible shells and all this kind of stuff. Started a coaching business. Bobby, I'll give you one guess. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Made a ton of money starting a coaching business, and guess what he did? This is how... This is how expansive the world of coaching actually is. Guess what he did? What Jake did, who's, a, who's your word, swamp rat. Swamp rat. Um, Goes around in a boat, airboat, in the swamps of outside of New Orleans. Okay, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think past the idea that I would typically go for- um, Like airboat te- tours? Is, is that what yeah, you're thinking? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no, is no, he doing boat tours? Different. He's a coach. No, he's like, now that's-, a, that's no, I mean, but, the, no, he's coaching people- Coaching people to, to do airboat to tours. To do airboat tours. No, no. Different. Coaching people to find- Swamp shells. Movie industry scout. Oh, yeah, because like Shreveport he's and coaching. That, yeah. yeah, he's coaching Brilliant. movie and television producers on how to film in swamps. That's so good. Isn't oh that my amazing? Gosh. Like who would have put that together? Anybody could do this, Doc. If there's a coaching business for Jake, oh, there's a coaching business for you. All right, everybody. At the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversations. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your coaching business. Today's plan of action, we've already said it. Go get the book, grab it on Amazon, and then go to coachbuilderbook.com slash podcast, put in your receipt, and you will sign up for all of that other free stuff. Also, make sure to listen to the next eight episodes. Going to give you a little summary of the steps that you can take to build your own coaching business. Also, if you know anybody who is an expert, they're just really, really good at something, and you, uh, you want them to start a coaching business and you think they're not being treated well at their job or they don't understand how smart they are at something, send them this episode and uh, whet their appetite. Okay, everybody, thanks for joining me for this limited Coach Builder series where we are absolutely obsessed with helping you turn your knowledge and passion into a thriving coaching business. See you again next week. 